Gittin Perik Tes, Mishnah Gimel 9.3. Now the Mishnah wants to ask, what is the essential um, language that's required in the get to effect the the divorce, the severance? Meaning we're not talking here about what's called um, the tofes, all the legal yada yada, or even the parts of the toref that talk about his name and her name and the date. We're in the essential um, expression of, of severance. So the Mishnah says, Gufo shall get, the essence of of the get is that it should contain the words at muteris adam. Behold, you are free to any man, every man, any man. That's the Tanakamashita, and the point is that's the essential point of a divorce, right? Is that the woman who had um, been married and therefore restricted from having relations with other men now is free to marry whomever she so chooses. Rabbi Huda disagrees. Rabbi Huda, whom the Lacha follows, says the problem is that the get isn't as a, as a document, doesn't just memorialize the fact that the husband divorced his wife. The way that if I would borrow money from you, um, the fact that I took your money is what obligates me to pay you back. The fact that there's an IOU written is just to remember the details of the loan, to be able to enforce it and so on. But the essential obligations have to do with the money, nothing to do with the contract at all. In contrast, the get, as you know, is the safer crisis. It's this this device which in of itself affects the divorce. So therefore, Rebuta's concern is that if all it says is you're married to whomever to marry whomever you want, so then it could be misunderstood that this get is just like a memorialization of the fact that he divorced her, but the essential divorce occurred verbally when he said, you know, you're free to go. Here's your get. And therefore, Buddha wants it to be explicit, not just implicit, but explicit in the get that he's talking to her in the, in the second person saying, this is coming from me to you, and it enables you, by virtue of me giving it to you, um, to be dismissed from me and now free to marry whomever you choose. And therefore, Buddha says the essential lushan has to be, and it's in Aramaic, but I'll translate it sort of word for word for you here, Vidain and this, Deahavi, that shall be, it shall be like the word from like, yeah, the to be verb, Lechi, which is like lach, to you, minai, from me, like mimeni, sefer, teruchin, vigeris, shibukin, veget, peturin. Three expressions which mean essentially the same exact thing. In fact, um, the Tumor Sedeshin says, then only one of them would be necessary. But a, a sefer, and a geris, and a get are really pretty much synonymous. Sefer means a writ, something written down. Igeris means a letter, and a get means a contract. Um, the implications are that a sefer is something which is written to tell, the, to narrate, to explain, to articulate um, verbally what's going on, like from Lush and Sipur, to tell something over. Igeris, which means a letter, could be written on anything. That was usually when Jewish law, a sefer is written on parchment, but an igeris could be written on just on a, the back of an envelope. So before you could you know, write the get on a, on a chair and give the woman a chair or something. So, Igeris means, this, you know, it's an informal, the document itself is informal, it doesn't need to be a formal, you know, on a cloth or something like that. And a get means that that's the translation of the Pasuk, of the, and the, the Targum, of the Sefer Christus, a get, like a bill of divorce. So, it should be a Sefer Teruchin, Teruchin means like divorce, V'Igeris Shibukin, Shibukin is like, um, like abandonment, like to get lost, or whatever it is. So a, a letter of, like, um, a ziva, like a, where we're going our separate ways. And a get piturin, 
like a contract or you know of of paturin is like dismissal. So again, pretty synonymous. But all three of those terms are put in. Says Rabbi Yehuda, lechachila, limahach. Um, so you can go like lelechet, lehis nasba to be married, lechol gvar to any man, the titzbin that you choose that you want. Okay, so that's the essential point. Then you know, as I'm going to speak out, the essential point is it's written in the second person where he says. This document is effecting the severance of relationship by which you are enabled to marry whomever you want. Now, there's a machlokus rishonim. If he also needs to put the expression from the beginning of the Mishnah, which is hariat muteras l'chol adam in the Hebrew or not, the Hebrew Aramaic thing is not an issue. Um, the question is, is that even necessary? So most rishonim learn it's not necessary, um, and that's how the Ramah paskins that we just need this Hebrew formula, if you will. The Ramban asked the following issue. He says, listen, the way it's written, it says, you can marry whomever you want, which would imply that he's divorcing her with like a string attached, perhaps, that if you're going to get remarried, that's fine. But if you're just going to go and, you know, sleep around and not get remarried, so then I object to that. And if that's the case, it would be kind of like the previous Mishnahites where he's sort of saying you're not free, totally totally released from the marriage. And therefore, the Ramban wants it to be explicit that she's married, she's free to whomever she wants altogether. And that's how the Machaber brings it as well, that he has to write that also in. Now that's, that's the, the Halach is like Rabbi Yehuda, as I just said. The mission finishes up by saying that, as we saw earlier in the Masechta, the Get Shechrur, the emancipation document that one would give to uh, a slave, an Amavriya, a female slave, or an Evakanani, but we're going to focus on Amavriya, a woman who's a slave because of, we're talking women in the first part of the mission here. So that contract of the writ of emancipation basically functions the exact same way, and therefore the mission says it kind of has to have, like, you know, um, the same kind of language, obviously adjusted for the appropriate case, but the same idea. And therefore the Tanakama holds, this is, again, the Tanakama, who says, Gufo shall get Shichrur, the essence of what must be written in terms of the severance in the emancipation document, is Hare at Baschorin, you are now a free woman. Or Hare at Latzmech, you are now autonomous, you're your own person. Again, that's a Tanakama who held similarly than the first part. You could say Hare at Muteras the Choladam. The point is that the Tanakama said an implicit, the implication that this is the document which is affecting the the release is sufficient. Rabbi Huda would disagree. Halacha is Rabbi Huda, meaning that the Mishnah doesn't say it at all. The din would be that he would have to write fully that with this document I'm giving to you, you are now released from servitude and therefore free to do as you so choose. That would be the din.